this morning fellowship with us this morning teach us your ways we don't need houses today we don't need cars today we don't need money today we have come to you for you to show us your ways in Jesus name amen and amen give the Lord a mighty clap offering lovers of God part four Lovers of God, part number four. We have looked at various characters in the Bible. I'm not going to recap because already my time is beating me. But surely I want you to know that I'll add 10 minutes to, to wrap up my message. I start my sermon with one question. I'm sure by now, most of us are wondering, Pastor, you have taught us the benefit of falling in love with God. You have taught us uh, what it means to fall in love with God. You have used Elijah. You have used the three Hebrew boys. You have used Solomon and a bit of Job. What does it mean? Now we know what it means to fall in love with God. But pastor, how do we fall in love with God? How can I fall in love with God? Because you need to know how in order to do what you have desired. So this morning service is basically zeroing in on how to fall in love. How many of you want to fall in love with God? Yeah. And for your information, if you don't fall in love with God, you are falling in love with the world. You cannot fall in love with two masters. You are either in love with God or you are in love with the world. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1 to 4. We are going to read many versions 
to bring out the message. So from the King James. This know also that in the last days, perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves. I want you to note the characters that are being mentioned. And remember, this is a message to the church. Not, it was not an evangelism or a crusade. So Peter was speaking to the church. So he said, for men shall be lovers of them, their own selves. Covetous. Boasters. Proud. Blasphemous. Disobedient to parents. Parent, biological, and spiritual. Unthankful. Unholy. So, as I mentioned, I'm not the one who wrote it, okay? So, just get it. I have not written the Bible before, and I don't plan on write, writing one. Verse number three. Without natural affection. So, homosexuals. You can have homosexual archbishop. Eh? It doesn't make it right. You can have homosexual bishop. Lesbian bishop. Preach the word. Holy Ghost falling. It's not acceptable by God. Are you, are you, are you here? Yes. You cannot say your, so, your husband is a dog. If you go outside, some people have married their dogs. That is unnatural affection. Let's go. I'm not talking about that. Truth breakers. So yesterday, somebody asked me a question. It's an adult question, but I'll say it. Sex dolls, toys. Is it biblical? Can the Christian use it? I said it is demonic. It is unnatural affection. How can you be sexually satisfied? with a toy. It means that your joy is in the toy, not in, not in God or your spouse. So it is an unnatural affair. Settle it as couples from today. Settle it. You don't bring toys in your bedroom. Give the Lord a mighty clap of it. Truth breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce despisers of those that are good. Now let's run. Verse 4. Traitors, there's too much in this verse, but I'll control myself. He did. High-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. Move to NIV. NIV. But mark this. That means it is something God has predicted and it will surely come to pass. So mark this that there will be terrible times in the last days. So COVID-19 was predicted here. Earthquakes, you can move to the verse 2. Earthquakes, armed robbery attacks, accidents, financial hardship, and all that. Tough times, terrible times, tight times. People will be lovers of themselves. So you can meet a wife who is lover of herself, causing problem in their marriage. Husband, lover of himself causing problem in their marriage. Lovers of money. And that is the demon that has plagued our world today. Lovers, not money. Lovers of money. We kill for money. We hate for money. We betray for money. We marry for money. 
We do everything. Lovers of money. Boastful. Proud. Abusive. Disobedient to their parents. Ungrateful. Unholy. ESV version. The message is in all this. So as I'm reading, just these are people who have lost their love for God. So as I'm reading it, find out whether you are one of them. And know that this message is for you. And I know that Kenneken, you are in one of them. You can't swear all. <laughs> Give the Lord a clap of praise. But understand this, that in the last days, there will come times of difficulty. So, please, if you are going through difficulty, don't say God is not with you. Don't say God doesn't love you. No, he has said it. So, difficult times, when you come and say you are in difficult times, you are, we are expecting it. And he gave a remedy in James chapter 5. Pray. Amen. So when you come and tell me, I won't cry with you. I'll tell you to pray and trust God. For people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy. Verse 3. Projection team, please be alert for me. Heartless. Heartless. Too many heartless people have filled the church. Heartless. They can be dating three sisters in the church. That is a heartless, tongue-talking believer. He has lost his love for God. Yeah. Heartless. Unappeasable. You can never satisfy them. You can kill yourself. You can become a prophet. They don't like you. Teacher, they don't like you. Apostle, they don't like you. You can become a nice, you look a swag. They don't like you. You can become a slave queen for your husband. He won't like you. You don't even know what to do again. Whether you should become a mad person, then you become, he, he, whether you like it. Unappeasable. <laughs> God predicted it. So you see people in churches, where their pastors are teaching, 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 then they say, oh, I want a prophetic church. They go to a prophetic church. After prophecy, they prophesy on you. You can't even, you cannot put them together. The prophecy has become a Bible for you. They are confused. So men can, you, you can't, on, on a piece of slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving, good. Now let me read the Berean literal Bible. The verse 2. For men will be lovers of self, lovers of money, boasters, proud, verbally abusive, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy. Now give me the GNT of that quickly. Just reading the scriptures and the time is gone. <laughs> but the message is in. And now you've got to what I'm saying. Remember that there will be difficult times in the last days. People will be selfish, greedy, boastful, and conceited. They will be insulting, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, and irreligious. So in the last days, we are having sermons that says, you don't need to be a church goer before you can be a Christian. Going to church doesn't mean anything. You don't need to tithe. You don't need to give offering. It is Old Testament. 
You don't need to be committed in church. It is religion. It's religious. You don't need, you, you don't need to do anything. It's religious. But it was prophesied that in the last days, irreligious people will come. So Sunday morning, they are pounding fufu. Yeah, because oh, God is in my heart. I don't need to go to church to show that I love God. They prophesied about you. You are just confirming to us that Jesus is coming soon. Yeah. I don't need to tithe to show that I love God. You have become irreligious and it was prophesied. Aramic Bible in plain English. Some of you don't understand King James. And people will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemous, disloyal to their people, rejectors of grace, and wicked. We have become more of lovers of money than lovers of God. Lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. A prayer meeting that will not pray for shoes and prosperity, but is going to pray for souls. You know the number of people who will come. The church is filled with people who have refused to grow in love with God. That is our problem. So we come to church, we love Jesus, and as times goes on, the, the place of Jesus in our heart is being replaced with money. And there is a throne in our heart that belongs to God. And that throne is the target of the enemy, not your Brazilian week. The throne in our heart that Jesus is, is, is seated on as Lord of laws and lover of our souls is being contested by money, faith, pleasure, convenience. We have become more convenient than convicted people. We don't act like convicted people. We can't pass through the rain to church. We can't tithe when, when our salary is small. We can't tithe when the money becomes big. When you get 50,000 Ghana say you have to pay 5,000. You're like, yeah. 5,000. If I pay 3,000, pastor will clap. We have replaced Jesus in our hearts. And this message is to bring us back to where we first used to be. You first used to love God. You used to worship God. You, you, when you prayed, you knew that you were talking to your father. Now, when you pray, it's like a formal letter. You pray because you have to. You didn't have any. You, you cannot separate your affection. That's what I'm talking about. The love of God will, will intertwine with your emotions and your affection. And it will show in our actions. So it is not the works that saved us. It is grace that saved us. But you see, grace is an embodiment of love. So if you were saved by grace, your gratitude to God is that you fall in love with God. Our relationship with Christ is like a love relationship. The day you became born again, you started a love life with Jesus. Oh, jolly back to Jesus Christ. Yeah. 
Jesus became your jolly, your one corner. <laughs> your one corner became Jesus. How deep is your love for Jesus? How deep is our love? How deep is our love? Luke chapter 16 verse 14. Anybody can lose their faith or their love. You can lose your love for God. God's love will never be lost because it is agape. It's there for the sinner, there for the believer. But we, our love, the way you come to church, eh, a time may come, you may not want to come to church. Something may happen to you and you, you, you will cancel God out of your life. And I'm showing you, these are Pharisees. The Bible said, and the Pharisees also, who were covetous, NIV. They were lovers of money, Pharisees. You know Pharisees. They've gone to Bible school, move Bible school. They can read the Bible, they can recite the Bible back and front, front and back, without grammatical error, without punctuation error. But the Bible said, they became lovers of money instead of lovers of God. May you not get to that point. I said, may you not get to that point. If Pharisees could become lovers of money, we must be careful. In life, your, your heart, there will be competition for your heart. Your wife will try to capture your heart. Your husband will try to capture your heart. Your occupation will try to capture your heart. Your profession will try to capture your, your, your aspirations, your, your ambitions. Your business will try to capture your heart. But make sure that you always return to your first love. There are many loves you meet, but never give that place to any lover except the Lord Jesus Christ. Give the Lord a mighty clap of hands. Pharisees became lovers of money. How many Bible verses do you know? I'm asking. Look at these Pharisees. They could quote the Bible. They paid their tithe so religiously that they became boastful. That is one thing about being more spiritual. You would think that you are better than someone. So when they began to enter into error, then they became lovers of man. But there was nothing wrong with them knowing the scriptures. There was nothing wrong with them paying their tithe. Nothing was wrong with them. But it entered into their heart and they felt that they were more powerful and more privileged than others. May you not get to that point that because you can pray for long, you look down on somebody. May you not get to that point that because you went to church, you are better than somebody. Somebody say a, a big amen. amen. So if Pharisees, you know, Jesus said that if your righteousness does not exceed that of the Pharisee, you will never enter into the kingdom of God. Matthew 5.20. You will never. So they, they, they were benchmarks and yet they fell for the love of money. How do I fall in love? How do I grow in love with the Lord Jesus Christ? How many of you want to know that? I'm going to teach you something in 10 minutes. How to fall in love with Jesus. It's beyond coming to church. The coming to church is inside. <laughs> but if you don't know this, you can be coming to church and never love God. There are Christians who don't love God. Yes. 
there are Christians who don't love God. There are people in church, they don't love God. So they come to church to steal, they come to church to deceive people, they come to church to deceive pastor. I've been deceived many times. They don't love God. There are people who give offering in envelope and there's nothing inside. You're opening your eyes. They've deceived us and they now want to deceive God. How do I grow in love with God? I'm giving you the, the number two. I didn't give to the first service. Palagadaba. Seek, seek things in God. Seek for things in God. That is what I can tell you. Pure truth, nothing else. If you want to grow in love with God, if you want to fall in love with God, seek for things in God. Because His love is unsearchable. It means that you will find this, you are so excited, you discover something else, that is more powerful than this. You, discover, you realize that, no, this person I'm falling in love with, eh, I must stay with him. How many of you will stay with a man, women? Eh, can you stay with a man? The first day you met him, he insulted you. You forgave him. By 6 p.m., he's calling you, you are not picking. He sends a message, what type of woman are you? You meet this man, respectful, gentleman, loves God, purposeful, neat, clean. Too many things will just let you start melting. Yes, please. Yes, please. Seek for things in God. It is only God that, that can satisfy our test, experience, life has taught us. Have a salary upgradement today. Six months, you want more. Buy a nice car today. The next year, you want to change it if you have money. Build a house today in two years. Even two years is more. As you are building, you want to change it, but it's too late. You have to roof. Psalm 27 verse 4. That is why it is a, it is a deception. And all of us, most of us here, all you are saying is that God, if you give me a job, I will love you more. The reason I don't love you is because I don't have money, I don't have this. You are lying. You get a job and if you have not changed in heart, you become worse. If I can marry a God, I will show you my love. Oh boy. Because the complexity of marriage, if you don't know your path in life and you enter into marriage, you become oblivious. <laughs> you, you, you don't know where you are going. And you are not going to take care of somebody's stubborn son he has offloaded gladly on you. The day, you see, when you see your mother-in-law dancing on there, if your mother-in-law dances too much, on the wedding day. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. 
thank you God bless you you don't know what you have carried one thing I think I have to start a weekly program for singles because <laughs> some of you don't know anything you are just following raps you know you know you know you know you know, you know. that's all one thing I have desired of the Lord, that will I seek after. David is speaking. Most of us love what God did with David. Most of us admire it, and we even quote it. By the time David is saying, yeah, do I walk through the valley of the shadow of death? He knows what he has been seeking for. You cannot entice David with money. Look at what he was seeking for. That I will seek after that I may dwell in the house of the Lord. All the days of my life, some of us is some. The day you get married, we will not see you again. The day you get your job, we won't see you again. The day things begin to open up for you, now you become wise. I didn't know that I was a fool. Yeah. But look at David. All the days of my life, I want to dwell in the house of the Lord. We are people who don't have convictions. That's why people marry, they want to leave their marriage. You need to be convicted before you say, I do. Because when you say, I do, it's for better, for worse. For richer and for poorer. You must be a woman and a man of conviction. What will separate us from the love of God? Nothing. Some of us will shock God. We shock him. Yeah. People can shock you. Eh? Bless. People have been shocked you before. Sandra, people have not shocked you before. Somebody that you didn't expect to do something. Eh. Some of us will shock God. You are an usher, 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 usher. All of a sudden, you have changed. <laughs> You're a prayer warrior. Because of lockdown, you never prayed. You never fasted. You have shocked God. You used to go to him 5 a.m., 5 a.m. For lockdown, five months. Obeba now snoring. Is that not that intercessor who was holding the city in prayer? There's all the days of my life. I will dwell in the house of the Lord to behold the beauty of the Lord. I did. These are not things. Be honest. You've never prayed for this before. Be honest. To behold the beauty of the Lord. Pastor, what is it? I want money. <laughs> what is beauty of the Lord, Pastor? Give me the job. Oh God. Just open the door. I will come to church. the prayers that will make you a prayerful person because the beauty of the Lord is immeasurable. The more you have it, the more you want more. And the demand you place, you always get what you ask for. It will never be exhausted. If you ask for a car, they give you the car. What next? House. What next? Marriage. What next? Children. What next? He said, oh, the beauty of of the Lord and to inquire 
in his temple. May you not come to a point in your life where you begin to say that you don't believe in church again. I thought you'd say amen. Three things, to dwell in the house of the Lord, to behold the beauty of the Lord. That means delighting himself in the Lord. Inquire, meditating. I'm showing you how to fall in love with God. There's no formula anywhere that to seek for things that money cannot buy. Yeah. Consciously pursue God. Consciously. I'll end this sermon, don't worry. If I don't end it, you won't get to hear something at the last page. Consciously. Seek for things that money cannot buy. If you want to grow in the Lord and grow in love with God, seek for things that money does not buy. I have never gone for waiting to ask God for something material before. Never. God is my witness. Never. I don't go for waiting, asking God for material things. No. What, what, what will he do for me? I want to pray prayers that I have to come back and pray again. Seek for things that money cannot buy. Whatever money can buy can never sustain the life of a man. Trust you me. Yes. The same thing money can buy can kill you. But what money cannot buy cannot kill you because it is regulated by God. Are you here with me? I thought you were clapping. Money can give you a car. The car can kill you. Money can give you a husband. The husband can kill you. We saw it and they buried the woman yesterday. Beautiful wedding doesn't mean beautiful marriage. Some beautiful weddings are cemeteries in disguise. I'm preaching. Kadalaba, kadabalataba. What are some of the things we should seek for? Kingdom endeavors. Matthew 6, 33. Kingdom. Work. Find something to do for God. Desire to use the gift and the talent God has given to you. You are a graphic designer. We need you. You want to usher. We need you. You want to sing. You want to play instrument. We need you. You want to direct car park. You want to take cameras. We need you. Whatever intercessor, we need you. Armor bearer, we need you. Night riders, we need you. Ghetto ministers, we need you. I don't understand why a child in the house will not want to work for their father. If you are a child, you want to serve your father. All of a sudden, my firstborn will never want to see me carry my own tray after eating to the kitchen. In fact, they, they will be competing. They will be standing at the entrance. I eat in the bedroom. So they will be standing. When I finish and I'm coming out, they will just, I will just pick the tray. If even he forgets and he sees me even closer to the kitchen, he will run and pick it up. I never taught him. My wife never taught him. There is something in every child that longs to serve the father. So be worried if you have been in church and you never feel like serving God in a certain capacity. Be worried and find a place 
in your father's house. Give the Lord a mighty clap of him. Number two, seek after the word to cleanse you, to wash you daily. Seek after the word. Isaiah 55 verse 1. Seek after the word to cleanse you and wash you daily. Oh, everyone that tested, come ye to the waters. And he that has no money, I said, if you want to fall in love with God, don't seek for things that money can buy. And these things, whether you are rich or poor, you can access it. Yeah, that is the beauty of God. Whether you are rich or poor, so you don't have any reason. If it was like, um, drive a Cadillac before you can love God, then I know that you're out. But this one, you don't need to have money to desire the word of God to cleanse us. Every day there's pollution everywhere. You know why the Queen of Elizabeth, hey, Queen of England, Charlie, hmm, I'll end this. Don't worry. Do you want me to end right now? Yes. Honestly, I know you say no. Because I have to end it in five minutes for you, else you will leave. The Queen of England, her room, there's no bacteria in the air. Yeah. Go and research. When you go, you don't say, oh, Pastor Islam, you go and read. There's a word. I've forgotten the word for such environment. The, it is so aseptic. No bacteria in the air. See her at what? Almost 90 or 90 plus. She's working on high heel. You, 25. When you wear high heel, you say, Pastor, my bones are doing... There is pollution. That's why you're all in Max. Because of pollution. Pollution. So there's pollution of sin all over. On the internet, on the radio, at work. You have profane workers. You have everywhere is polluted. That is why you must seek after the word to cleanse you daily. You cannot be cleansed yesterday and think you can survive tomorrow. Every day you want to fall in love with God. Seek for the word to cleanse you. The reason why you have grown cold is because the love of the world has frozen your heart. But I'm praying for you that after this morning, you begin to seek the word. And how does the word cleanse us? When we read the word and God gives you an instruction, do it. It may go against what you are longing to do, but do it. And the more you do it, the more your path is being straightened. You are, the more you are being cleansed. Nobody here is perfect. We all have our level of perfection. But we can get to the place that God has designed for us to get to. John chapter 17 verse 17. I need to move fast now. Sorry. Sanctify them through thy truth and thy word is the truth. So it takes the word of God to cleanse us. Number three. Seek after the Holy Spirit to drive you into his new move. You want to grow in love? Seek after the Holy Spirit to drive you into his new move. It's in the same verse. Isaiah 55, verse 1. Victor, be fast. We've gone beyond. He said, Come ye and buy and eat. Yea, come, buy wine. So we have seen the water, and we are seeing the wine. The wine is a representative of the Holy Spirit. And it's also 
is significance of a new move. When Jesus went to the wedding and the wine got finished, he turned water. Water is also a, a, a symbol of what? The Holy Spirit. But in another form. But he turned the water into wine. Because a wine is a new move. So you must pray. Show me a man who is on fire for God. I will show you a man who is in love with God. You cannot be on fire for God and not be in love with God. Pray that God will zoom you into his new move. Be part of the movement of God. We're going to start massive evangelism. Be part of it. Find out what God is doing now and key into it. In your various professions, sometimes there's a gift in you. You, may, you are supposed to be a journalist. You are supposed to be some wild doctor, some wild entrepreneur. You are supposed to open a school. What are you waiting for? It's a movement. Trust God. Believe God. Seek for things that the Holy Ghost will move you into. If you are current with the Holy Ghost, you will grow in love with God. If you are current. I thought you are clapping. <laughs> Ephesians chapter 5 verse 18. Quickly. Ah. And be not drunk with wine wherein in essence, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. Because of time, the third thing is seek after sincere, the sincere word of God. Word of God that will instruct you, direct you, and correct you. That is the sincere. First Peter. So, the Isaiah chapter 51 verse 5. Victor, be smart. I've taken time. Isaiah chapter 55 verse 1. Let's go there before we come here. Then he said that, buy wine and milk without money and without price. So the milk talks about the sincere word. Now you can go there. The sincere word of the Lord. There are words that are being preached, but the sincere word of the Lord. The truth and nothing but the truth. The sincere and quietly the truth. It may be dramatic and it will be the truth. It may be dramatic and it may not be the truth. It may be calm and it may be the truth. He said, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the Lord. The sincere, not just the milk. The sincere milk. Every sermon is a milk. But the sincere, you know there are milks you cannot take. You run. And when you are running, you become sick. So there are many believers eating, taking in milk that is spoiled. That is why you cannot grow in love. I've been praying that from today you grow in love with the Lord. The fourth thing is that seek to do the will of God. Seek to do the will of God. If you want to grow in love, there's no other formula. I'm not, you can go and take the most powerful prophet as your intercessor. You will never fall in love with God. Seek to do the will of God. John chapter 14 verse 23 to 24. Seek to do the will of God. Quickly. Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my father will love him. It's a simple English. If a, love, a, a man loves me, he will keep my words. And my father will love him. Ah, but God has already said that he loves all of us. That means that there are dimensions of the love of God. I'm not the one saying it, the Bible. 
there are dimensions. Jacob have I loved. Esau have I hated. Were they not from the same father? Yeah. There are dimensions. And he said, and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. Verse 24. He that loveth me not, keepeth not my sayings. Give me GNT for this. He said, those who do not love me, simple, do not, do not obey my teaching. So if you want to fall in love with God, you got to obey God's word. Period. That is it. That's the difference between we and the devil. Hello? If you know the scriptures, the devil knows it more than you. The difference is that he cannot obey it. And he could not obey it. And he lost his place in God's presence. But a man that loves God will obey the word of God. I thought you were clapping. And the teaching you have heard is not mine, but comes from the Father who sent me. So what I'm preaching is not my own concocted and quoting scripture. It's not Presnyako chapter 5, verse 12. <laughs> Time is not on our side. The last thing you should seek after, if you want to fall in love with God, seek to make choices. This is the most, that's why I drag it. This is what I want you to hear. Yeah. I'm showing you five things to seek after if you want to grow in love with God. Try this. If it doesn't work, come for your offering today. that will draw you closer to God. Seek to make choices, decisions that will draw you. Most of times we make decisions that push us away from God. When we say you are going away from God, it doesn't mean God has left you. You are leaving God in your heart. Make choices. And the choices, I'm not talking about good and bad choices. No. Most of the time when we say choices, you think it's good and bad. There are good choices that never draw you closer to God. Think deep about it. There are certain decisions you take that are good. Okay? But they never draw you closer to God. 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 23. There are things that are expedient and there are things that are beneficial. Give me GNT so that they will understand. A lot of us don't understand Old King James. But your scripture understanding must start from Old King James. And to help you, I can quote that one, but I want you to get it. We are allowed to do anything. So they say. That is true, but not everything is good. We are allowed to do anything, but not everything is helpful. So the thing may be good, but you move it to the next level. Is it helpful? Is it going to draw you closer to God? If you sincerely want to grow in love with God, you need to make decisions that will draw you closer to God. Close your eyes and begin to talk to God. If the decision is not helpful, 
for you to fall in love with God, throw it away. It may be good, but throw it away. Because the Bible says every good and perfect gift comes from the Lord. It may be good, but not perfect. Pray that the Lord will help you to seek after weightier matters. People are seeking to have bigger backs, bigger booms, smoother faces, long hairs, fat bodies, slim bodies. But seek after these five things. Kingdom endeavors. Seek after the word of God to cleanse you daily. Seek to be planted in every move of God. Seek God with all your heart. Seek him. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Seek to do the will of God. And seek to take decisions that will draw you closer to God. Every decision is making up your life. Let your decisions draw you closer to God. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Father, we come before you. Help us. By your grace and your mercy, help us to draw closer to you. Father, let everyone that has heard this word desire to seek after you, to grow in love. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. Your clapping is not good. Your hands are not in marks. Come on.